What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. This is a HeadGum Podcast. With something that looks good, and he always like nibbles on it. Just go straight up, eat a donut. Are we starting? No, man. This is no, no. Up, he come in here every week with some snack, a donut, slice of pizza, and it always looks good, and it's just Braylock, Braylock enough. I'm just saying, it's there's three of us. You ain't bring nothing to share? Uh, and the thing is, he don't even <laughs> ask you if you want a taste of it. Like He could have been like, hey, I'm going to cut this in half, let y'all get a little piece. And he looks so happy when he eat it. That's what pisses me off. Guys, we're doing a little bit of hot news <laughs> right now. No, what? Man, screw you. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just eating a delicious hot donut. Okay. Uh, oh. Hey. But it's hot news time. It's hot news time. Um, Brelock, set We're not up, singing. Man. We're not singing. No, we mad. I'm sad, actually. I'm saying, but can I sing a little bit? What are you going to sing? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the Academy Award nominations came out last week. <clears throat> not one person of color was nominated for the 20... Wait, wait, no, how many? There are 20. That's 18, 20. Was it, is it 20? No, 20. It's 20, yes, 20. Five for Best Actor, five for Best Actress, five for Best Supporting Actor, five for Best Supporting Actress. Every single one of those actors are white. Hold on, wait. We don't have like a... a, a, a is no Puerto Rican in there? No Puerto Ricans. And then we ain't got no Asian in yeah, there? No Asian. Somebody, is there somebody who, like... It's from another planet. No, maybe? Is no who, aliens. Is it is it, <laughs> no is it? is it? Is it one person who like no amoebas? Is no it somebody amoebas? who's like super tan? Who like you know they still white, but they like tan enough that you know they could be like exotic. Every time I look at Mark Ruffalo, I'm like, yeah, maybe Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, we got one. Mark, no, stop. <laughs> it doesn't count. I mean, listen, this would this we this, don't have one. <laughs> I know we're trying to make light of this, but this is actually like it's upsetting. It's very sad. That's why I wanted to sing like a sad hot news, like a. So hot not only that. Oh, oh go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Do your hot, hot news. What are you, a slave? It's like sad, but actually, well, James, <laughs> if you keep singing like that, you might get an Oscar. Oh, what? hot news. Yeah, 
hot new. You know why? Because the academy loves some slaves. They love they love the struggle <laughs> shit. Sorry, not cursing. Struggle stuff. So yeah. not only not only <laughs> not only do we literally have a repeat of Oscars so white, which we predicted sadly, but and I kind of told you guys this too. You did straight out of Compton, not nominated. Nope. I think I I believe I said the only way it was getting nominated if ten films were nominated and only eight only films eight were, were nominated. Mm-hmm. Straight Outta Compton, not nominated. Creed, which no, never you know really what? had you a chance, what? was not well, nominated. No, I'm, I'm on board with the Academy. I'm going to go ahead and say it. There were not 10 best picture-worthy movies this year. Yo. For- <laughs> <laughs> there weren't. I mean, there just weren't 10. I mean, my and so, you you, so let's just go through the best picture list. The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. All those were the best picture. Well, Honestly, Spotlight I don't was think really that, good. Spotlight was really good. You I know? I really liked The Martian, but like, that's it, the one. I, I haven't seen them all, but I'm but I don't I don't feel like that one should be. On I the saw best Mad Max list. like three times. I remember seeing Mad Max. <laughs> I told you, like me oh, and yeah, James Stewart, Mad, Mad Max. Max. I was like, oh my god, yes, please get nominated. And for I, but the thing is, I loved The Martian as well, but I don't think I don't think it's best picture worthy. Anyway, here's the point. <laughs> Straight out of Compton, Creed, Beast of No Nation. None of these films were nominated. I mean, Concussion didn't really have a chance. Let's no. Oh, man, come on. Yeah, we I, love, I, I love Will Smith. No, but you know what, though? We love Will Smith. But can I make the argument real quick? I know we're about to get into it. S- Sylvester Stallone did a good job in, in Creed, right? Will yeah. Smith did a good job in Concussion. To yeah. me, their acting levels in those <laughs> equivalent movies are what the same. Honestly... No, I think Will Smith was better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, but my point. My point is, is that my point I don't is, know. I thought Sylvester Stallone was good. No, I, I, is, yeah, but that's he my point. Was he good. was good. He was good. He was good. The, wait, look, we talked about. I talked about this when we reviewed Creed. My when we, you guys were like, "Oh, Sylvester Stallone was really good." I was like, "I guess." I mean, if really good is just not being bad. <laughs> I mean, like, but what is really good? Honestly, like I, I like people are like, yeah, but like he like really was. He reads really the naturalistic. paper. He reads he the paper like, to the graves, and it was like. Oh, Oh, coming back. I, okay, I read this. I read this person who like said like, "Why should Creepy nominated it? They already nominate that movie. Movie it was called Rocky." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, then why is Sylvester Sloan nominated then? Huh? Right. He yeah. already freaking won that, and well, it was also, called Rocky. Yeah, like that makes no sense." Well, also, I think the thing that hurts me about Creed is that it was this wonderful article. Was it New York Times? Sorry, I've read a lot of articles about Dawson. Awesome. Yeah, and it was talking about I know talking what about. the yeah. I think I sent it to you guys. It was like the For importance Friday. of like Creed about it being like. A struggle film, but not like the struggle which the Oscars normally does. It's like right. either the black struggle, the Mexican struggle. Like those struggles yeah. get nominated, but not just an every man struggle with a minority in it. Aside from what is it, Lilies? Right. Was it uh, Beast of No Nation? Lilies uh, of the Field. Lilies of the Field. Yeah. And honestly, Beast of No Nation isn't real. I mean, it's it's not really a black struggle. It's, it's a not. struggle in, a, in another country, and it just happens that everybody in that country is black. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. I honestly don't understand why Beast of Donation wasn't nominated. I, I did not. I, I understand. It's, it's weird because I didn't think it was going to be that good until we watched it. And I was like, good goodness, this movie's good. It's yeah. really good. And like, and honestly, I like watch that. And I'm like, okay, so like, this is just like those films like Apocalypse Now, like all those yes. war films that yes. get nominated out yeah. the wazoo, Letters to Iwo Jima, like all these films. I'm like, oh, but when it's freaking about a a black Having war, it. nobody cares. But yeah, I feel like it's like I feel like people look and they don't they don't even feel I, not not to say this, but it feels like it's like they look and they're like, oh, I can't identify with this on any level. So th- there's no nomination. Can I give Jonathan a shout out for saying wazoo? I like that word. 
Straight out the wazoo. Sorry, I like that wazoo. <laughs> but the thing That's is, a weird is, shout out. Sorry, no, I just like saying wazoo. No, but the thing is, this thing is just. I have no jokes or anything to say about it. It's sad. To yeah, yeah. Let, let's just. I mean, I it's mean, sad. I mean, whatever. what does it say? What does it say to like kids of color in film school in theaters right now? It says almost like you could do a good job, but it kind of means nothing if yeah. no one relates to it, right? Is that, I mean, that's what is that what happened? People yeah. didn't relate to these movies. Yeah. Real, real quick, I just want to say, I just want to like. Some people talked about like, well, Beast of the Nation didn't get nominated because it was a Netflix movie. Yeah, uh, two Netflix documentaries got nominated for best documentary, so that's out. That 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 excuse doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Then some people say, oh, well, these movies didn't campaign enough. No, not true. Actually, Netflix probably spent oh, more a ton money, of money than anybody else. Yeah, I think Beast on- of the Nation was the was. They were the, competing. This with the is for SAG, for but the, was the screener we got first? Yeah, it was. So. And it's a it's the Netflix movie, so it's yes. like we didn't even need a screen. <laughs> we all have Netflix, uh, but like, but to, but just the fact that that is a thing, it's like they have to be campaigning, right? Then people say, oh well, Creed didn't get nominated because it was a sequel. Mad Max Fury Road is a sequel. It's like the fourth or fifth movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So <laughs> yeah, no, literally, you, the, there all are all these reasons. All these arguments are like it, they're child's play arguments. Yeah, and. Anyway, so I just wanted to throw that kind of stuff out there. We'll do a more extensive. Yeah. So here's the thing: Jada Pickett Smith and Spike Lee. So Spike far. Lee are boy are so far boycotting the Oscars, like for real. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think I'm going to boycott the Oscars. Yeah. I'm not. Not even. I mean, joking. like we're not. I mean, no us has, boycotting it though. What's the thing? No, this is the difficult part about this whole situation is that with the Oscars, the good point that I mean, we all know, and hopefully people at home know, is that these movies are greenlit so far in advance, right? Yeah. So technically, this could happen again next year. Like we could, right. like we may not see a change. Like say 2016, people are like, you know, we're going to stop this. We're right. going to stop doing these. Right. Like you mean like they did last year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we may not see a change until what 20? Well, no, yeah, we may. I mean, it's to see a change right away. It won't happen. Like, but could it we're be not three years well, in a row? Well, it could with- happen. It could happen if the Acad- look because here's the thing, and this is the other thing that I'll say because people are like, well, why are we blaming the Academy? There weren't enough movies. It's like, yeah, yes, obviously, this is our podcast. This is what we talk about. Studios aren't making enough movies with black leads. But the fact of the matter is, there were movies, and they just yeah. chose not to nominate. Them. And like, and I, and yeah, yeah, there could be a change. But like, but I also don't want to see. I don't want another black Oscars. You know, I don't want. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want that. That's you don't want a struggle. This is my thing. I'm at a point now where it's like it just doesn't need to be black. Just put right, a person yeah. that. Just put any and then, person and to, of color and on that stage. And I'm to also happy. say that I do, I do want to say that somebody had a tweet that I thought was really good. That was like Inaritu might be the f- first one of the first people to have back-to-back best pictures is possible. So like, I just want to say that like that, but no, but also, but like, but that's, that is something that should be celebrated and should be. I think it is, but I also think it's that thing of kind of like when, um, yeah, man, it's tricky. It's like, I feel like a lot of people don't even know he's Mexican. Yeah, but wait, no, last year, last year, Sean Penn said, who gave this fucker his green card? No, 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 but it's like, if you, if you <laughs> did ask, he say fucker or did yeah, I yeah, add yeah. fucker? No, no, they know. <laughs> the Academy knows. Because I feel like, I feel like the thing is like, I feel like appearance and stuff matters, man. I feel like that dude looks Italian to me. Oh. <laughs> like, he looks Italian. And I say, and I say, he's a great director, but it's like, hey, man, that dude doesn't look like what I guess a traditional Mexican looks like, which I think his is good name for is him. Alejandro. Alejandro. Look, bro, that dude could be from, <laughs> from Spain. 
<laughs> you're being ridiculous. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, but I, what I'm my my primary point is yes, I actually think that like boycotting it would be great. I also think that like the world would change forever if Chris Rock like He'd the walk- week before the oh. week before he was just like. By the way, I'm not doing this. <laughs> you know, like, like that would be amazing. Or if but, he walked off stage, off, or, or, like, or live. If he, live. If he did his monologue, that actually probably would. That actually, the best way to do it, Chris, is to have the show start, okay, and to walk out on stage and then say, do "By the, the way, I'm do not, the monologue, do, do the, the monologue, monologue where he rips them apart and yeah, leave, and then and then and then leave, leave. Yeah. and then leave." Um, uh, Think about how powerful that would be. It would, would probably be, screw ah, him over, but imagine what it would do for everybody It would everybody change else. everything. It would forever. change everything if he just did His that. His career would be over. His career would be done. But, but it would change everything. But it would change everything. But, also, but would it, though? I don't, think it's, I don't think his career would be done because of who he is as a as a performer. Like, I think that, like, yeah. he is so closely... Like, he, like, even though he's like, why are people talking to me about political issues? Uh, he is so closely tied to you know politics and activism that like, that like if he if he walked out I don't think his whole career would be over no, just because he, no just because of how and also his talent is undeniable so I mean technically would back him up. and technically uh, for top five he still had to like get backers on his own the studio yeah. didn't do that so technically I guess he'd be in the same boat exactly. hey Chris do it bro hey Chris Chris do it bro. Uh, I do want to watch. I only want to watch that opening monologue. Yeah, that's really it. Do. That's all I want to see. Okay. Uh, you ready? No. Let's let's do this. Man. Yeah, let's do this. Sorry, guys. We 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 let out our anger on Twitter. I was just <laughs> now we're just sad. Now we're just, just sad. sad. <laughs> it is. It was like it's just sad. Now we're just what is sad. it? The stages of grief. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause Which one what, is this? What can we say? Like, the, what what yeah. can we say? Honestly, like what. <laughs> But I hope we never get to acceptance. The point is we should never get to acceptance. Yeah. Of the stages of grief. We'll just never get to acceptance. When we do the full Oscar we're... episode, we'll see where, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see see where, where we are in the stages then. <laughs> that like... being said, I do want the title of uh, that our Oscar episode to be Boycott the Oscars. Yeah. Well, it has to... are, we, are we officially boycotting? Let's say it right now. Are we boycotting this I thing? mean, let's, we can say this. Black Man Can't Jump is boycotting the Oscars. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, Oscars, but my girlfriend... Man. Is gonna probably want to watch. This. All right, look. Okay, okay. Let's make an amendment. <laughs> you can we're, watch we're gonna it. watch the monologue. Watch the monologue. And then, okay, yeah. Black Man Can't Jump is watching the monologue. All right, bargaining. We're, we're in the stage of bargaining. All right, <laughs> let's get to the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Milligan. What more can I say? Through the ministry in my sick soul. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> oh. No, but it is high. His voice is high. His voice is high. Yeah, but but you you went, went you went high and almost nasal a little bit. Okay, okay, hold on. Cruising down the street in my six foul. <laughs> I, I feel like the foe was it's the way you off. say. It. Yeah, it, foe was it's throwing just me foe. Off. Throw it away. Foe. Yeah. All right. Cruising down the street in my six foul. <laughs> no, so you still lean it? into it. You lean into foe. All right, all right, all right. <clears throat> now I'm ready to be an actor. Great. Cruising down the street in my six five. <laughs> you started laughing before. No. You do it. You do it. Hey, no, nah, I, I didn't. I didn't start this trying to do it. I'm not a part of this. Come on, all right, hold on. All right, hold on. <clears throat> I, I'm gonna try another person. Okay. Realize, looking at me, I got nervous. <laughs> all right, hold on. Ready, ready. Okay. Straight out of Compton. No, you got, that's how they get aggressive. Okay, wait, I got one. I got somebody. Are we done here? I know, I got somebody. 
<clears throat> Hold up. One, two, three, into the four. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance. So back on up. I mean, that's cool, but that's not NWA, though. I'm just saying, but it's in the movie. California love. What are y'all doing? No, I get this drip. California. I thought we were doing it. Why you stop? <laughs> I agreed to y'all terms. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like that. No, you stop that. Don't you okay, wait. That song's not in it. Gently <laughs> sang songs. <laughs> well, Eminem makes an appearance at the end. One song that wasn't in it that I wanted to be in it was. Um... You won't be lonely. So you won't be lonely. So you won't be lonely. This is the worst cold opening of all time. <laughs> We're we going through the classics right now. Yeah, We're going through the classics. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, hold on. Um, um, Straight out of Compton. All right. See, you tried it. Okay, all right. Today was a good day. First, that's one of my favorite hip hop songs of all time. It was a good day. A great Today song. was a good day. Mama cook a breakfast with no hog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No hog. That means no pork for the people at home. Okay. Are they listening yet? Nope. Producer Nick, they listening? I hope Producer not. Producer Nick nodding. <laughs> hey, we educating people. Let's get, Hall, let's get to it. <laughs> Welcome to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Yeah. I mean, we're in New York, though, so it's not really Hollywood cool. City. But we still in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Well, no. You just established that we are not in Hollywood. Well, but I mean, we're talking about Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, so the Hollywood. person who's not yelling <laughs> in your ear is Jonathan Braylock. That's me. I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm James the Third. As the person who is being passionate in your ears, I am Jerome Milligan. Producer Nick Nod. So he's with me. <laughs> Yo, y'all. Today we doing a movie straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Okay. And. Um, <laughs> Is there more to that? No, oh, I thought not... we were going to take turns. Uh, wait, are we wrapping it? What are we doing? No, I thought we were going to explain it. Just explain. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, straight out of Compton. Yo, biopic. Uh, biopic? Biopic. Mm-hmm. Okay, respect. Uh, the most uh, profitable music. Yeah, highest grossing music biopic, biopic. of all, worldwide biopic. all time. Wasn't this the highest grossing all black cast of all time as well? Mm-hmm. Highest grossing uh, uh, re- film by a black director. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 That that, that for sure. I, um, but I I, but I'm was... not sure. But but black cast. I guess. I mean, I guess predominantly black. Also, cast. does that does that correlate? Like, if it's if it's a black director, does that also would that also mean <laughs> all so black this, cast? This movie made more money than. Uh... Oh, and then then walk the line. It made more money than. Um, well, I know that's music biopic, but uh, director it made more money than was scary the movie. Yeah, it did make uh, money than the barbershop. Scary movie. Uh, Keenan Keenan Ivory Wayans. What for director? F. Uh, Gary was previously scary. The director of Shadow Compton, F. Gary Gray, who turned down, which is so funny. Uh, he turned down. I mean, it probably is for the best. Uh, the Winter Soldier to do this movie. Oh, right. right. Which we I think we've talked about. We talked about it all. This uh, movie only made two hundred oh, million worldwide. I mean, well, it did really well um, domestically, but not that well. Oh, is it the most domestically? Well, Domestic, these, domestic. well, these, um, the, all of these, according to Wikipedia, all of these numbers are by like like highest grossing of all time by point five million, and then for black director, it's by like it's by. Like two million or something. I mean, like it's like they're close. They're very close records, but it's still right. It's still one. I mean, this movie did well. 
yeah. in the United oh, okay, States. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be nominated for made, Oscar. Watch. Scary Movie made more worldwide, but I think it must be domestic. It's domestic. It's domestic. Oh, yeah. Domestic. Sorry. Domestic. It, it domestic. didn't do well. Highest grossing domestic film by 0.5 million. Yeah, it didn't do that well. Okay, yeah. Because scary, mil- scary Movie made $278 million worldwide. The original? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, that first one was really Very good. popular. Remember the gym teacher? And its budget was only $19 million. Wow. Anywho, uh, stars Jason Mitchell. Yep, Jason Mitchell. O'Shea um, Jackson. O'Shea Jackson Jr. A cube. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Corey Hawkins. Cube Jr. Um, and Paul also, Giamatti. Yeah, and also, if people don't know, this movie is like, you know, the rise and fall, I guess, if you will, of uh, NWA back in the 80s, early yeah. 90s. Uh, easy. It's so interesting. What's NWA stand for? <clears throat> Let me do it. You want to do it? Nah, uh, you want to do it, Brent? For no, no whites allowed. No, no, no. It's it's no, 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 no wigs allowed. No wigs allowed. Yeah, no wigs allowed. Niggas uh, with attitude. Oh, oh, wow. Shit. I get that. Did you just flare your nose? Um, so everyone knows. Um, John's <laughs> nose when he said that got real flared, but it, then and then he just kept doing it like it yeah. was pulsating. Yeah, <laughs> it was he like, was the anger when he said it. He felt uh, it was the passion. Yeah. So here's the thing. We're recording this right before the the Oscar, Oscar nominations. nominations come out. Yeah. Tonight is so you yeah. guys listening to it now. The Oscar nominations have just come out mm-hmm. pretty pretty recently. I would like to place a bet that this will be nominated for an Oscar for best picture. For best picture, I definitely will. Do you now? Think that, yeah, go ahead. JB. I think that bet is fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. It is. It but is. I it will is. say this: I will put my money down. This movie will not be nominated for anything else other than Best Picture. Agreed. Which I, I, I makes so interesting. no sense. I agree. Which because makes no sense. I was looking on Wikipedia and I saw that they, they're getting like ensemble awards yes. out to ass, right? Yeah. Like they're getting so many of those awards, mm-hmm. you know, uh, nominations. Crit- critics, right, is one. Sag. Critics, SAG. SAG Golden Globes, another. they have one too. Golden Globes, they have one. But it's, it's them. They're like, you know what? We got we to gotta give props to them as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but if you look at it, individuals also shine in oh this. Oh, my goodness. Shine. And it's just, I wonder why that is. Why is it, why do they have, why is it hard to Are we discern? Gonna do that? Should we talk about this now? Oh, okay, hold, well, hold, I, mean, hold, I got hold, some theories. Hold, before we, before we, hold. Actually, okay, you know wait, what? Right. I want to hear Braylock's theory because I feel like, we talked about this we touched on this briefly, like mm-hmm. we did the the best of episode. Yeah, and it, I want to hear because it hurt. This movie is a quality movie, but it hurts my heart that I know you won't get this and Creed nominated for best picture. Yeah, but I feel like this is the one out of the two. If they had to pick one, they're going to pick the hood one. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying they're going to pick the the super urban one. But Brady, I mean, tell I you almost t- made it in a bad way. No, tell tell us tell us your thing. So here's the thing. You're going to nominate a film for best... First of all, if you're going to nominate a film for best picture, that means that all of the elements were great. Yeah. Yes. All of them together were great. Yep. It was not just the cinematography, not just the acting, not just the directing, not just the screenplay, you know, not just the editing. It's like all of that put together came out to this great film. But to nominate something for best picture and then not give any, out any individual awards, this is what it does. You not and to nominate for an ensemble. This is what it does. You give the you give the movie, you give the movie the award, mm-hmm. right? Or not even the award, the recognition. We recognize this film is good, but when it doesn't nominate the individuals, the black individuals, the people of color, the individual human beings who made this movie great, 
when you don't give them that credit, then it stops there at that movie, and those people can no longer progress. If you are an Academy Award nominee as an actor, yeah. that is huge cachet. Yep. And that will get you into more films. Just a nomination alone. Just the nomination. Forget about it, just winning. The nomination alone. Mm -hmm. If you are a part of an a great ensemble, that isn't going to get you squat. Now, but so why do you think that is? Do you think that the that it's intentionally stop to stop that? Or do you think it's a deeper thing? I, I think it's not I don't think it's intentionally to stop it. I think it's intention I think the only reason that it's getting nominated is so that people is so that it's like yeah yeah oh well goodness we have to have something we got to pick one we got to we have to have something of we don't want to look like racist we don't want to look like we're not acknowledging these other stories so let's acknowledge the story but we don't actually we in our heart of hearts we don't actually think that these individuals well, deserve well, the nomination. I think it's unconscious bias. I think it's that thing we like. I think Will Smith talked about it. A lot of people talk about it. It's that unconscious bias. It's like, can people relate to this right. kind of thing? In this movie here, I mean, for instance, <clears throat> like we like what Braylock is saying about actors. How important it is for Jason Mitchell, the guy playing Easy E, right? Easy E was a character or a figure who people didn't know about. Like people wanted to hate this dude. You know, it's like he had drugs. He called women bitches. Like. Everything about this 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 persona of a person people didn't like, you know. I didn't know that much about him, but watching this movie, it made me feel almost sorry for him, and that was due to the performance of Jason Mitchell, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, if you have a movie, if you think this like like I said, you think this movie is great, right? It's great. Why is it great? Your director needs to be nominated, right? Yeah. Your writer should get some accolades, and then the people that you're looking at on screen need to get something. Maybe yeah. not all of them, but at least one of them. And the thing is, if that does not happen, like if they don't nominate uh, Straight Outta Compton or Creed, what people of color gonna show up on that? Like who? Like matter of fact, but who, can, who's gonna be on the carpet? That's what I'm saying, and that they can get those people there without actually giving them. Here's the other thing that we have to think. Here's the other thing that we think about because it's not like this whole big conspiracy thing. I don't right? think it is. I don't but think it here's is. the thing. This is what we talk about. This is what the show is about, right? About how why don't studios take chances on leading actors of color, right? There are all these different gatekeeping ways in which somebody becomes a movie star or bankable or whatever. The thing is, you need uh, studios and producers and directors, all that stuff. You need, you need this Hollywood machine to, to prop you up and give you a chance. You know what I mean? Take a chance on you. So, for instance, Jennifer Lawrence, right? Seemingly coming out of nowhere, her first nomination was for Winter's Bone. Now she was in some stuff before that. She was in the Bill and what's that guy? The comedian from uh, uh, the Blue Collar Comedy. She played his his daughter on like a sitcom. Right. She was in a couple of TV. Oh, that's like, right. What was that show? Bill the Bill. In I don't know his last name. No, uh, yeah, but okay, me, but go ahead. Well, no, she okay. was in. Like honestly, I'm looking here. Oh, the big oh the Bill Ing Ingvall show. Yeah, and she was like in an MTV yeah, Ingvall was on show. There. So she was yes, on TV. Yes, 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 yes. She was on TV, and she was in like a couple of small films, like maybe three, like shorts. She was in a couple. Then of she films. did Winter's Bone and got she got nominated. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's an Academy Award nominee now for Best Actress, and then boom! Like what happens after that? She's in a bunch of stuff. She was in. X Men like crazy. I mean, she, yeah. she got Hunger Games I mean, right so early. You know what I mean? But she got a. But it's not just one. She didn't just get one, and then they waited for that to do well. She had buzz, and she got a bunch of projects lined up in a row, mm -hmm. so that if, even if one failed, like X Men First Class, 
if she only got X-Men First Class, she wouldn't have been as big as she is now. Right. But she didn't just get X-Men First Class. She got X-Men First Class, Hunger Games, and another thing. And, like, these indie movies, like the movie Like Crazy on top of it. So it's like she's feeding both Blockbuster and indie at the same time. We talk talk about this. She did what I think every actor wants to do. do. She does both. But what I'm saying is... I'm not saying that not all actors get to do what she did, but she got the opportunity to do yes, it right. because of the nomination. And so, But if Winter's Bone was nominated for Best Cast and she wasn't individually nominated, that stuff would not have happened. No, she needed to get – she needed to be as young as she was and she needed to get the best – you're right, the best actress. I mean she's going against like Helen Mirren and like – Yes. So yeah. let's talk about Unconscious Bias for a second, right? Yeah. Um, and ha- how it relates to this movie. So I read the, the New York Times review um, of it last night and – in the New York Times review, very early on, they say this movie um, harkens to. I, I, I took the quote. This movie. Quote time with James III. It's a quote time. In some meaning, thank you. Thank you. Welcome to quote time. In some meaningful ways, in some meaningful ways, it is as familiar as Bootstrap's accounts uh it's it's as familiar a bootstraps account as the social network david fincher's dramatization of mark zuckerberg's ascendancy even if straight out of compton is even if straight out of compton is also about black art and autonomy as means of resistance which i thought was interesting right Right. because we we reference this other movie that is about you know is specifically about the rise of mark zuckerberg but but it's similar because of the the inner workings and the dealings and how like they they started from nothing and went to right. I thought it was interesting that they that it's Mark Zuckerberg it's, never got chased down by the cops. It's even even mm-hmm. if it is she also about this black thing, right? Right. But then later in the later in the review, she specifically says that Mr. Mitchell and Mr. Giamatti consistently outact the rest of the performers. Right. Ooh. I Mitchell's performance agree. is it. He, it's they interesting. Do. <laughs> Tessa uh, didn't agree. She didn't agree. Really? I thought, no, I thought she thought she liked Dre the best, but I didn't. Oh, I oh did but not. but I think that Corey Hawkins is also. I thought he was great too. Phenomenal. But, so yeah. But but I but Jason Mitchell is so good in this, and he takes this character. You follow him. You go on this journey with him, and it's amazing. But like. He's not getting individual attention for this because people are watching it and not identifying. Okay, with. Can, can I can I piggyback on this? Yeah, I thought we were going to wait a little bit, but I watching this movie the second time, I was upset because I was upset because every time I think about and this is no diss to Sylvester Stallone, no diss, but the fact that he got nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting, and this dude, Jay, yo, there's a scene in Straight Outta Compton where he finds out that he has uh, like HIV. Yeah, and the thing is. He finds this out in the early 90s when people, you know, at the time people thought only homosexuals can get it. And he's out. And we talked about this, like, black men are supposed to be, like, tough. You know, we're not supposed to show weakness. And it's, his wife is there or his girlfriend who's pregnant. He it finds is, this out. His wife. And it's and it, the, this, the emotion in that dude's face, bro. I'm like, you telling me that scene alone right. didn't yeah. deserve that kid a best Golden it's Globe supporting? It's he didn't get supported for that? It's amazing. That's, oh, it's much better than Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, I can tell you that but my right thing, now. But my, thing, but my thing is, I just want to know, that, that That's right, Leo. That performance was so good <laughs> that I want someone to tell me why he didn't get nominated. Right. I feel like I need to ask right. why, why he, he ha- not. Because, why he hasn't been. It's because, I, I mean, and I think that this connects to why they, I don't even think it's just, they don't, 
we don't want them to think that we're racist. I really think that it's – if you think about unconscious bias, it's difficult to place who – if you don't identify with where they're coming from. It's difficult to place who is actually standing out here if you – Right, I, I agree with that. I agree with that to an extent. I think it's. I think you got two reasons why. You have to understand the Oscars is a. It's the biggest popularity contest. What about there any is, of the right? rest of it? What about well, Golden ta- Globes? But I'm, this one, oh. Golden Globes is the same thing. It's it's all the same thing because yeah. the thing is they give nominations because they want they're doing. It's almost like everybody's doing favors for each other. They're all like shaking each other's hands, like it's self congratulatory. The industry is congratulating itself, right? And yeah. the thing is. For actors to get nominated, the studio has to push them. And the studio has to push them, and then other people have to go, oh, I think this person can be a big thing. That's why we'll jump on board this wagon. So somebody looked at Jennifer Lawrence, and they were like, this girl has potential. She can be the most popular actress of our time. Let's hitch our wagon to her, and we'll we'll push her for this nomination. Again, this isn't anything against... Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's a good. I think she's a really good actress. I personally like her, and I think her performances are good. But it, but the fact of the matter is, there are great performances that get overlooked all the time. Why? Because the studio isn't pushing that person. Because and the, and when it comes to these kind of films, straight out of Compton, it's kind of going back to what you were saying, Gerard, about like this is a film about the African the part of the African American culture that white people are okay with giving a nomination to. You know what I mean? But they also look at it like, but you're only going to have one of those movies a year. Really, one every two years. One every two years. We'll yeah. give it one every two years, and that's, what, and that's what that is good for. And can this person do anything else? I don't know. The fact of the matter is most of this ca- these cast members have barely any credits before it. I was showing Jennifer Lawrence to compare it be like, so, so do white actors, I mean, too. Hold on. First of all, just one thing. Can I add? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. When you, I think the, the fair thing to actually add is that uh, two of the actors – uh, in Shadow Confident are Juilliard trained actors. Right. right. Oh, they're great. Juilliard trained actors and they still can't get that push? No, because it's, it's who cares? They're Juilliard trained but it's like, what are they going to do? Going to do more rap movies? Like, that's that's but how wait, people but, are thinking. But then, uh, so we're, but are they going to be uh, those guys? You know what I mean? Weren't, was, was, I may be wrong, but in the Forbes 30 under 30 list mm-hmm. that just came out, weren't a couple of them on it? I think the only one was on it. I think Jason was on it. Jason was on it. Okay. I think Jason was on it, yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, obviously, this is not the same thing, but that that is attention, positive attention in a good direction. It's not the same, though, because that list, in all honesty, that's a great list, but that list encompasses everything in entertainment. Like, there's like, and it's not to disrespect anyone who made it, but like Bray was saying, that to be able to say, you know, Jason Mitchell. Oscar nominated, you know, Oscar nominated Jason Mitchell is starring in, you know, Skull Island. Right. Right. That is different than to be able to say, you know, Forbes under 30. Nobody will put that on. No, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not the thing. Yeah. And it's tough watching this because I think what happens with unconscious bias is that I was talking to somebody about this the other day. You need, it goes for women too, man. You need a white dude to back you. Like when I think about you need John, a Jerry Heller. You, I mean, I think it, you think about it. Think about John, <laughs> think about John Boyega, right? John Boyega. You know who you had in this? He he had Abrams. interviews saying like his auditions weren't great. He said that, but Abrams I mean, didn't. I mean, but this is, but this is the thing. But as the thing is like, no matter what, whether they were or not, he right. still had someone who like had his back. And like you're saying, like the studio, 
uh, Harvey Weinstein in particular had Jennifer Lawrence's back. I mean, she thanked him. She won. You know, that's one of the first people she thanked. Yeah. It sucks because like this uncon- unconscious biases won't go away until we get the sprinkles. Until now, we get I women just want to say this. I would love people. it. Yeah. I would love it if um, we're talking about this right now, but as people are listening to this episode, they're yelling, going, but Jason was nominated. I would love Jason that. Jason was nominated. I would love that. That would, there is, that that. would be a, literally dude, zero chance. No, that. no. Dude. I'm telling you right now, I listen to, I'm listening to all the it chatter, would be, all the things. It wouldn't. People aren't even. People aren't even saying maybe. They're not even. Say, they're not they even giving it up. They? They're not. No, it's not even like long shot. Like it. There. Nobody in Straight Outta Compton is in the conversation. Yeah. They're not even in the conversation. There's like six, seven people deep who won't get nominated who are talked about more than anybody in Straight Outta Compton. And, and we all know that Walk the Line, the second, the second highest grossing music biopic, second. Oh, wow. See the shade? Did you was nominated Riley? for so many awards. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. So Bray, did you did you did you hear the shade that yeah, James just threw to that? I love yeah. it. Yeah, just so just so well, the thing just is, so the well, Academy Johnny knows. Ca- that's Johnny Cash. Right? Yeah, it was like Joaquin Johnny Fiendo Cash is a huge thing, but so is NWA. Oh, NWA was huge. And the thing is huge, this, huge, huge. This plays into like that whole nineties nostalgia kind of thing. It's like everyone nowadays who's like an adult and a little bit older all knew of NWA, even though if you weren't if you weren't even like born oh, in you knew of them. You know, and they were like this 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 thing you heard about. And it's interesting because I mean, John, you're right. I mean, you're right. This thing, Jason won't get nominated. Uh, let's, yeah. uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, would be, it would be insane if it happened. Can, can, we, can I bring one thing up? Honestly, I, Straight Outta Compton has a chance of not getting nominated for Best Picture, too. But this is the thing. It has I, a chance of not getting yeah, nominated. Yeah, it does. I think. What are 10? Yeah. We'll see. And that's only, I think if there are 10 movies, it'll get nominated. If there are less than 10, it probably won't. Let's talk about first impressions of this movie. We haven't talked about this movie oh, yeah. at all. Yeah, first impressions. I'll oh. say this, though. Uh, so I didn't see this movie in theaters. You guys did. Yeah. I saw the screener, uh, the SAG screener, and because it is nominated for Best Ensemble Cast. Um, this movie started off so, so strong for me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Like, the beginning of this. Yeah. Like, the opening. The, first, the opening, right? The opening. The first half of this movie I loved. Yeah. But I have to say, once they started breaking up, it got... It got a little bit loose for me. It, it turned and into it, like a biopic, right? And it started to feel like TV. Like yeah. it started yeah. to feel like, felt like a I was like, man, you guys are not connecting these scenes as well as you were before. Yeah. Yeah. The storyline, like it wasn't, and I'm not, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't into gangster rap. Will Smith is my favorite rap artist. He always will be. I love you, Will. You're my heart forever. Okay. Uh, All right. That was bro. unnecessary. Okay. <laughs> that was totally okay. unnecessary. Will Smith. Oh, Big Willie goodness. style. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that's like, he doesn't curse in his rhymes. You know what I mean? So, like, I was not buying the parental advisory CDs. Um, I mean, you anyway. would have bought an Usher one that still would have been on there, man. He was talking about sex. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I wasn't, I, I definitely didn't know all of this backstory. Like, I knew some of the stuff. Like, I I knew Suge Knight was crazy. Like, I knew that kind of thing. You know what I mean? But I didn't know... I didn't know the ins and out of this story. So there were some things that were happening that I was like, wait, but what? And, like, even the whole way that they dealt with... Um, what is his name? Jerry? Jerry, Jerry yeah. Jerry. Jerry. The way Jerry. that they dealt with Jerry, like, they, they never, like, fully explained in the movie, like, exactly what he was doing. Like, yeah. they kept just saying, like... He's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. And then at the end, they're like, "See, he's a bad like." It was just like they did. had like yeah. papers out, and they're like, "He's been screwing you," but it never really said how. I yeah. was like, yeah. "How has he been screwing him?" Like, I don't know. It didn't trust the audience, and either either it trusted the audience too much, or it didn't trust the audience enough 
to be like, well, we don't need to explain this. Let's just write it over. And, and so yeah. it was interesting because like, uh, um, uh, my girlfriend was like watching it with me, but like halfway through. And so she was asking me questions like, is that the bad guy? Is that the good guy? And I was like, you know, it's so weird. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I know in life, I don't know who the, the this thing of the this movie bad is. or movie. good. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if the movie, who the movie's trying to tell me is bad mm-hmm. or good. Like, yeah. you know, um, so anyway, I will say like, I, I will, and, and watching it, I was just like, part of me, even though like we want, more <laughs> black directors, black, uh, you know, leads to be nominated, like dominated casts. I, I personally, I don't, I don't want this film to be nominated for best picture. I, if it is, yeah. I want it. I only want it. I don't want it to be nominated for best picture that. and nothing else. I understand you know what that. I mean? I like that. I was just like, cause then it feels like to me, it's just like, okay, yeah. Why? Like you do one movie and it de- deals with like gang stuff and it, and it's like, you know what I mean? I, it's th- like, I think what you're saying is, and it's not to put words in your mouth, it's that thing of like, we don't have a lot, we don't get a lot of movies with black people to get nominated. And for one of those few spots to be taken by like another yeah. stereo, stereo, and, I don't and, like by, and by a movie that ultimately, storytelling wise, is okay. Do you know? Like, not, yeah. per, not, not a perfect movie. Right. It's nominated for best. It's picture. better than what, you know what, it's, it's that movie that's better than what you thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. Now, let me, let me make it abundantly clear. There are definitely going to be movies nominated for Best Picture this year in which the storytelling is just as average as Straight Outta Compton, yeah. ultimately. Yeah, yeah um, of course. And they will be nominated by Best Picture, and people will say, that movie's really good. So it's not like... But that being said, it's not like this kind of transcendent film. You know what I mean? Ultimately, I thought it could... I thought it had such huge potential to be. And I think the reason that it did so, so well is because it came out during a time... Where the issue, the theme that they were dealing with in the first half of the movie with like police and black wives was so prevalent at the time that it came out and still is obviously today, um, months later. But like, I think that's why it did so well. But I I wish it, I wish it just kept on one, on that storyline almost. Mm -hmm. I know they had to tell the whole story, but it was just like, there was something about that that I was just like, oh man, like, cause they hammered that home. I got, angry watching this movie really really angry like uh, not at the movie i got angry just about life as a black right? man yeah. about life about life still about, about how people are kept down in the ghetto and like it's it just made me so fur- and so when they came out singing the song you know what i mean at yeah. the police you i felt, was like you felt I mean, it yes you they felt oh, it. it was so so good it was that was I'm if that was right the now. end of the movie i would have been like this is the greatest yeah. movie ever made honestly so much of what you just said is is so on point, JB. And I and I will say my thoughts by by first saying, now having seen this movie twice, each time I've loved it all the way through, even though I have the same reservations that you have about it. I I am a huge fangirl though for this movie. Um, that so was a that, text message that James sent. This I sent morning. a text message. I said I'm a, a huge fangirl of this. Explain <laughs> <laughs> what he said. <laughs> um, but we. But uh, he's a fangirl of everything. So first, no, but sure. but, but but first thing I want to say is though you said naturally they have to tell the whole story, which I don't think is true. You're we've right. Seen, it isn't we've, true. we've seen a lot of of biopics lately that have been coming out lately, especially that are like just a moment. Like it's like we're gonna we're just gonna tell yeah. this moment of story. Yeah, and they, and Selma they, only did literally one literally moment. One yeah. moment, yeah. and and uh, and, and that uh, that new like Steve Jobs movie that that just came out also does like very it's, it's very three, specific, yeah, it's three yeah. like yeah. launches. So, um, 
you know, so I don't think it had to encompass the whole story. That being said, though, I my initial thoughts are not not knowing a lot about gangster rap, but being a big rap fan growing up, especially during this time, like like d- during the the time of of, of NWA and of and of Ice Cube and all that. Um, I just I love this movie and the story. I really wish I really wish that they would have gone more into their wrongdoings. Yes. I think that that I, you know, and and there's we'll probably get into it a little bit more later, but like especially the Dr. Dre stuff, like you can tell that his character is struggling with something else, something yeah. else that is not on screen and People, it's one of the criticisms about the movie, like that they don't go into it. And, oh yeah, and, they watch oh because they, they 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 show. Sorry, not to cut you off. They yeah, show no. like the scene of uh, you know, when Ice Cube does that interview, and that scene, like a couple of days later, Dr. Dre beats yeah a woman in front of a bunch of people yeah an MTV VJ yeah and and uh, and you know he. Dr. Dre has lines that are like there's a, there's a there's a line that Nicole says to him that's like oh I know about this I know about the charges I know about this and then and then later he says like I don't I don't uh, I don't feel good about a lot of the things that I've done but you don't know so far we haven't seen him do haven't seen literally a single thing wrong he hasn't done anything wrong according to the way that this movie tells the this story. This movie was an hour longer that they had to cut down. Too. Was well, it, it was because it was already two and a half. And hours. I will also say this: yeah, it, was it three didn't and a half. feel they it, filmed like a three hour thirty minute movie. It oh, didn't wow. feel it didn't feel that long to me. Each time that I saw it, I I like I watched this very late into the night last night, and I really thought that I would fall asleep on any other movie. I would fall asleep. Yeah. I was like I was riveted again on the second watch. So you know my my initial thoughts are like I, that I really really enjoy it, um, uh, and just wish that a couple things storytelling. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so watch your payday. The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day, or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning... I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Eyes were stronger. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before. 
You'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to, to Smartland. Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Yeah, I guess my initial thoughts, it's, it's tough for me to review this movie because like my initial thoughts all relate to like kind of what John hit on about things that are happening today. Like there's two things I thought about instantly. I was like, man, and, and again, I am not a saint. I don't do, like I'm, I've used the term bitch when I was younger. I'm trying my best not to now. The way they treated black women in this movie. Yeah. Like for some reason, it just, it just, when we, and the thing is, how many people well, say bye, which Felicia? Is, which, my, my thing is, oh, no, no, but, but the thing about that is like, I understand. Does that come that, from this movie? It is. And yeah, it's yeah, like, and the, the scene where like, they're like, who's Felicia? Who's Felicia? Who's Felicia? Right. And then they slam the door like, bye, Felicia. They sent a black woman, basically just had panties on. Yeah. Like, they just left her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just left her. And, 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 and I'm not. <sighs> which, here's my thing though. I'm okay I'm okay with them showing that stuff because that's what was happening. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay. And, like, here's the thing. There's a bunch of rocker movies where rocker, where white, you know, rock stars are doing the same thing. They're, like, there's this way of which men who are in power and there are women groupies who, like, just want to be around fame. And it's, like, it's a terrible relationship. You know what I mean? And the men are abusing their power and the women are kind of just, like, there yeah. and uh, and allowing themselves almost to be um, yeah. embarrassed, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that, which is a ter- the terrible thing that's happening. Like I'm okay with that, but the thing is, I think it goes back to what James was saying. Is like they didn't tie that into the story. It just yeah. was a scene. Yeah, and it's, you know, what I yeah, mean? yeah. And I think, yeah, I think the tough part for me, like, because I know we we review the movie, you know, and it's tough taking out the people that the movie's about in the movie. Like for instance, like when I think about NWA as a whole, right? I think about NWA as the people who, like, you know, did a lot for the community, yes, but they are the ones who, you know, they started gangster rap. They are the ones who talked about, like, women in certain ways. And it's hard for me to, to take, that, take that out of the movie. Like, I understand that scene had to be in because that's what NWA was about, but it's tough to watch because it's like, uh, do we need to see black women go through this again? Which is, 
I think that is also why I had such a problem with the fact that they left out Dr. Dre's like assault as well because yeah, yeah. because like uh, and the, and the New York Times review kind of talks about what you're talking about too where they say that like when we do see the women in this um in this movie it is almost like we are just watching a rap video but not witnessing what real life would have been like like, like yeah. what are what are they like actually living in this exactly. moment yeah the, yeah i was going to say the to me the main problem is not necessarily the picture or even lack of that. I'm okay with him them not showing that particular incident because you don't need to show every incident not that every, happened. Yeah, but, at least but one. What, but what what should be talked about, what should happen is you have a female character who the movie is telling their story. Yeah. So you have either Dre's wife or Ice Cube's, Cube's wife. wife and not have them just in these you know, uh, secondary scenes where they're just being either supportive or unsupportive right that's basically right. the stories that were yeah. told it was like Dre, Dre's wife wasn't being supportive and then uh cube's wife was being supportive right good yeah. for her for being supportive bad for her for not being supportive and it's just like that's the bechdel test right yeah. it was just like the women are only there to serve as functions of the men you yeah. know what i mean instead of just seeing or even the mother right like seeing their story and how these people how Live. the other people's lives, yeah. you know what I mean, are affecting how they're living as well and what they have to struggle through. You know what I mean? So if we see that, then I think some of these problems or, or, or issues I'm, I'm, I'm okay with. But because we didn't even have – we had no real female character. Even though I thought the actresses, like the mom yeah. was so the great. Mom was strong. Yeah, Storm. Storm really was in good. this. What is, what is Storm's um, – Storm. The, 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 the woman who's playing the new Storm, she oh. plays Ice Cube's wife. She um, played Aaliyah. <sighs> so sorry, I can't and and uh, there's the there's Eric, Eric, uh, but Easy E's um, Easy E's wife or or love interest, l- love interest. But she she goes by Tanya Woods Wright. She does have Wright. As, oh, as her last, yeah. So I believe they were that their uh, relationship was they did marry. But yeah. um, she was one of the producers on the movie. Okay. Um, but. But I think that it's interesting that we don't feel like that, and I I don't feel like uh, that the women were very well represented in the movie because like, like what? I remember like wa- in watching the movie I'm like, who is T- Tamika? Who is she? Yeah. Who like who they is barely she? Like what's them. going on? Yeah, yeah like like, yeah, like, like I was Ice like, Cube's wait, why is she appear in the yeah, in, in, the, in, the, in the office? <laughs> yeah, I know. Ice Cube's wife literally just appeared. She just appeared. And I'm just like, Same when did he get a wife? Girlfriend. Easy, easy girl- or girlfriend then yeah. wife? Like we didn't even really know. And when she was like reviewing, she was like, you know, I can review this stuff. I was like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I know. <laughs> who is she? Yeah, how yeah. Is she? Who are you? What who, do you do? Yeah. And how? The only the only time you even forgot who she is, Jerry says, oh, you're talking about the groupie, the executive assistant. But hold on, the only other thing. There was another story there. You're still doing your initial. So yes. Yeah. So it was the second thing that I was thinking about when it came out, and um, Jonathan touched on this too. Is like just the fact that the issues, like and the one thing they they made sure to do, which I did kind of like, is that throughout the movie they made sure you knew about uh, the Rodney King, the Rodney King situation. Yeah. All right. Black man was this 1991 gets mm-hmm. beat on camera. 91. Beat on camera. Cops still get off. Right. Mm-hmm. We live in what 2016. Yeah. That shit is still happening. Yeah. In, we we record in New York City, right? We record in New York City. Our mayor. Another okay. riot happened in Ferguson. Oh, and you know what? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Our mayor, right? When Eric Gardner happened, said that he has to tell his son, who is a mix. His wife is black. His son looks mixed. His son is a little Braylock baby. Curly hair, kind of brown features, right? He said he has to tell his son 
in a city that he fucking governs that no one knows you're the mayor of someone you walk out of this house. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, that is happening now, and it happened back in 1991. There has been no progression. And literally none. Like I at the you're only right. the only progression that there has been is that the decisions are being made in, in the courts faster. Oh, can I tell you? Can I tell <laughs> That's you? the thing that has changed. Can I tell you? Yeah. People are deciding earlier. That we're not going to Can do I anything. I tell you about one it? more thing too yeah. is that in 1991, when you see these people, when you see Easy mm. E, when you see Ice Cube, you know when they look at that case when it came out, they, they were shocked that the cops didn't go to jail, right? Yeah. In 2016, if another black kid gets shot, I will not watch that and be shocked. Yeah. I'll be like, damn, again. I mean, we have gotten desensitized to people getting killed nowadays. In man. this film, they say the words, at least they got it on film. Thank God they got it on film. Right. Now. That's everything a- is recorded. <laughs> like everything is recorded, and we still have to debate and have to question and have to, and and ultimately, ultimately decide. There are patriots, if you will, white patriots right now, right? What? All right. Oh, that's what they're calling themselves. The, the, the Oregon dudes, patriots, oh. guns, militia. What are you going to call? Right. Terrorists is what you want to call these dudes, right? All right. <laughs> they're they're taking over a building uh-huh. with guns. Yeah. There's a black kid. Who just? There's, there's literally it's cases. It's a black kid who just went to the store, like try to get himself some Skittles and an Arizona iced tea. It's but like, you it's know what? No guns. The thought that he might have a gun got that kid shot. The thought that like a kid in a in a in a, in a Walmart had a toy gun got that kid shot. Oh well, no, no, that, that was a a, a grown man was who grown was man. just no, walking around. Gun. On the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh. You're talking about, You're talking about also, to me, and also in Ohio. Oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, those are both in Ohio. That was a kid in, just in the park with a toy gun. Yeah. Sorry, there's so, these, many, these are, just, so many people with toy guns with toy guns being killed for no reason. So, yeah, I would say that part of the movie was because it, it kept showing it. And in fact, I remember uh, they like showed it in the beginning uh, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Then That's they like showed it again with. Uh, Ice Cube. And I remember when it first happened to Ice Cube, I thought that was the time he was going to start writing the song. Yeah. And he did oh, it. Yeah, he did yeah. And then I was like, oh my goodness. And then like when it happened again, and like one, I was like, they're building it up. They built it up so much that by the time that they actually do the song, you I mean, I think it, if dude. you were a white cop, you'd be like, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was something that I loved about, about the storytelling of this that I thought was great is that um, they build it up really nicely. You can't wait for them to, to do the song. And then when they start getting in trouble for the song, you notice that the audience and the people that are involved, it's all different races, all right. different shapes mm-hmm. and sizes. Everybody's just like, you know, we don't need to be oppressed. Everybody can agree that no one needs to be or wants to be oppressed. I thought that was great. It's still happening, yo. Like, I think that's the thing. that Watching that movie, I think that's the thing that just, like, clicked with me so much. It's like, man... This is still going on yeah. years later. And the thing is, in 1991, I mean, our grandparents, I don't know how old everyone's grandparents are, but like, I'm assuming they're like in their 70s, right? Our grandparents probably went through the same thing that like your parents went through, that you're going through, that if we have kids, God forbid, our kids got to go through. Right. Yeah. This is, this is like, it, like, watch this movie. It's like, oh my God, this, is, this, is, this hasn't ended. So when talking about that, 
Something that, that I also think is great about, about this movie. Yeah, where's the funniness at? Make a joke. Oh, man, I wasn't about to make a joke. That's it. Bop, comedy. But I'll talk about my own experience for a second and then bring it to the movie. Oh, snap. So when I was real. Yeah, no, when I was in middle school and back when I, back when I like, used to like actually listen to rap consistently and Wait, seek it out cruising down the street in your cruising, I was cruising and when I was in middle school I was cruising down the street in my 6 you know what, what? what color uh, uh, it was you're messing up I know <laughs> <laughs> Wait, continue. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but I was um, I, I had opinions and they were negative opinions about gangster rap I was like or no I, in middle school I loved it and then like in high school and stuff because uh, gangster rap made me angry. So then in high school and stuff, I was like, oh, no, I'm above this. I don't need that. Blah, blah, blah. And I didn't understand, mm-hmm. I didn't understand uh, the puzzle piece that gangster rap uh, was filling. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, what this movie does, I think, very well is they is, and, and people called gangster rap art and all this stuff. And as a kid, I did not understand how you could call I was like that cop who's like, oh, rap, uh, it's not an art. Blah, blah, blah. In middle school, it, right. ch- it changed, or in high school, it changed very quickly after that. Um, once you got arrested by the man. once I got arrested, no, but uh, but but what I th- what I think is amazing about it is how it's not that it glorifies uh, it's not that it glorifies violence or that it glorifies uh, drug use or anything like that. It's glorifying it, but it's that it's that it's the equivalent of like why I look at the Hulk and love the Hulk. Okay. Like the Hulk is a guy who just, he gets mad and he becomes giant and can destroy things. Right. Like his anger leads to that. Right. And the, the anger of like a nation of black people, right. Of, that are being oppressed has this, has this release. It's not that it is telling us to pick up guns and use them, but you listen to that music and it's like that free that freedom of expression. Like you own your body. Like you, yeah. This is my body. And 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 that the movie puts it in a way that I that I had as much as I was able to intellectualize it before. I feel like I understand it now because of this. I give you that. Um, yes, I will say that I, absolutely. However, that's the first half of this movie. And I think once that happens, once the Detroit thing happens, and they basically what happens in the film, in case you haven't seen it, like uh, they go to Detroit, and these like all these cops before the show tell them you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that, and you definitely aren't allowed to sing the song at the police. <sighs> and the moment you do, you will be arrested. And so then they do their whole concert. And all the cops are like in the audience, and then, and then Ice Cube's just like the police told us we can't. Well, try to tell us what we want to do, what we can't do. And then what do what do you guys say to that? Everybody was like boo, and so he's just basically riling up this crowd, and they're just like teasing it, teasing it, and then they just blast it, and everybody sticks their middle finger to the sky. That moment, and they all start singing at the police. It's incredible. So the cops start coming, and then eventually, they're coming up to the front of the stage, to the back. I don't know. Gunshots happen. I don't know what's the real story behind it. If like the if a I don't know if anybody even knows. Like they probably shot. If a cop shot in the air, or but if here's the thing though, if the cop shot in the air, 
Then the cops incited a riot. Yeah. How you can't shoot in a shoot in the air. I was at a That's uh, crazy. (laughs) I think now I'm not saying that that didn't happen, but what I'm saying is like it now there's no way the police admitted that that, that's what they did, right? And so the thing is, so you hear you hear gunshots, who knows where it comes from. If that actually happened, I'm not sure. Yeah, no. But you hear gunshots and everybody starts running. They start running and the cops eventually arrest them. And they basically blame they're like, you guys incited a riot. In reality, the cops incited a riot because they were trying to tell these people not what to not do. And the people were like, we came and paid for this concert. This is one of the most popular songs. You can't tell them not to sing it. Yeah. yeah. The riot. So anyway, but once that release kind of happens, to me, that's what the film like was kind of building towards. And then they were like, okay, great. Now we have to show how they start breaking up and all this stuff. And there wasn't that same thematic through line that kind of pulled out for the rest of the story. Right. And so it wasn't like the ha- second half of the movie is like terrible. It's not. But it wasn't as good as the first to me because it the theme was lost. And therefore, it wasn't necessarily building towards something other than, I guess, Easy e dying. See, I mean, that's true. Yeah. But, but yeah. even that, it wasn't didn't feel like a build. It just felt like an inevitable, like, we're yeah. waiting for Easy e to die. And they had all this stuff with Suge Knight, but it, but even that, it was like, it, it didn't feel like the movie as a whole was like using this as a. Well, I think you know? I think the problem is kind of what you're saying is like this movie got nominated for best ensemble, right? Yeah. So like in the midpoint of this movie, that ensemble breaks up. So it was like right. the strongest thing of the movie was seeing all these different like right. personalities together, and then the movie kind of went on this thing of like. Oh, these are now their stories separately. Yeah, and it's like, and, that and, wasn't where. The and you remember was. when this happened? Like to me, it literally felt like the movie was like. Remember when this happened? And remember when that happened? Remember when Ice Cube like came in and and you know wanted uh, his money back, wanted his money back, and yeah. like messed up the guy's shop? Oh, remember when Suge Knight just like beat that dude in a parking lot and everybody knew about it? Remember when this? Remember when? Remember Dre did this? when DOC was probably thrown out of a car by Suge Knight? Yeah. yeah, it was just why he was in the <laughs> Which hospital. Which is why he was there. Which in the they hospital. did not. Ju- they didn't dress it. They didn't yeah, dress they didn't address it at all. But they. But I think it's that thing that you were talking about earlier. I think it's that they trusted us to know that story. Do you know which, what I mean? I think that yeah. which is. But which, it's. But then even if that is the case, it's just like don't, don't just show it as like a we know you remember this and here it is and then that's it. It's like you need to tie this all together to get to a certain point. Like we didn't really have like an easy. Try like they had scenes of him trying to get people the band back together essentially, but it was like it wasn't. It didn't feel like that's what the movie was building towards. You right. know what I mean? So it was be, be, to me, death. to me, yeah, yeah, that's what I think it was. That's yeah. ultimately what it was building towards, and even that just felt like, well, then let's get to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it felt it lost a lot of steam for me, and and that and that's when I started to. It was then when I started to look at the stuff that was happening, and then be like. But man, gangster rap is a problem. <laughs> like I literally was like, it is kind of a problem sometimes. Like you, it doesn't glorify. And here's the thing that I wish the movie did talk about that it didn't talk about at all: how white people started appropriating gangster rap and making light. Like, oh, it's so cool to have gats, and it's cool to have to call women hoes, and it's cool to like get money and throw it around and be yeah. a gangster and a drug dealer, and not and have no reality of like no like concept of what the reality of living a gangster life was like which we see in the beginning of the movie yeah how horrible it is how much they needed to get out of the ghetto 
And like Easy E, who was a gangster, how he was like, I, I don't, gotta stop I this. gotta stop this. Yeah, I cannot do this. Killed. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny you say that because watching this movie, I remember I grew up not liking gangster rap. Right? I was like, I was like, man, I like the hood R and B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me some of that Joe to see out yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? Joe yeah. said Drew Hill. Listen to the slow jam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what was that guy? I love that dude. Which one? Um, the guy who owned the recording. Oh, studio? the recording studio. He's oh like, my hey, god! Man, yeah, make that, make that, oh, make that track yeah. I told you to make. Uh, you gotta wait. make them slow jam. Make Ain't them nobody slow jams, man. This gangster crap. What's crazy is um, something with is an L. Lorenzo. In, or? He is not in the credits. Oh really? What? Yeah, he's, he's not in the credits. Part. He's a huge part, and um, uh, in the end, they just didn't put him. Well, in. this is my thing about it though. Like, because Bray, I, I agree with you. Like, gangster rap to me growing up was a thing of like i don't like the fact that people are like at the time i guess it was like i don't like the people are like making living here like you know we live in southeast i don't like, I don't like the people make living here like seem like a good thing you know right whereas like you said in the top of this movie they touch on it like it's not being a good thing it's just them expressing like this is our story like i think ice cube has a line um when they had that press conference after the detroit like arrest and he's like um uh Oh, what is this exact line? It's our music is a reflection of our reality. Right. I love if that. If you want to change our music, you need to change our reality. And then Easy E says, which is I think a great whoo, I think this quote is so great because I've heard this so much. Um, we don't have passports. We don't have a connection to like drug right. lords. We don't know where to get AK 47s. Check the source. And it's, if you think about it, most of these people in so the great. hood yeah. have never been out. And it's like, I yeah, they're was, trying to blame black people for yeah. all that stuff. That stuff was brought into the yeah, ghetto. Yeah, how do we get it? But I agree. Maybe if this movie, let me ask you this last question. If this movie would have been a snapshot of like just a rise and just a breakup of NWA, not everything that happened afterwards, would it be a better, and I'm not saying I, the movie's I, bad, but would it be better? I think oh, it might Oh, well, yeah. No, if they I focused on, a, if they focused on a, uh, just a specific timeline rather than the entire timeline, which is what I think. I uh, was trying to do. Um, yeah, it would totally be better. Or if they wanted to add the timeline, just include the moments. Like, here's the thing. The Shook Knight thing, to me, actually thematically could have fit into the film if they crafted it a little bit better. Here's the thing, by the way. The, the screenplay, uh, again, we're, we're, this is, we're being nitpicky. Like, it's still good. It's a good movie. I mean, the screenplay, though, movie. was written by two white they're both white writers. Really? Yes. Pre- almost 100% positive. I looked Sidebar really quickly. I want to say that it was Arabian Prince that they left off the credits, not Alonzo Williams. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I was like, Alonzo. <laughs> wow, really? Yes. Yeah, so hmm. that's the thing is that my thing was like, so the thing with Suge Knight uh, about him being a real gangster, because Easy e was a real gangster. And basically Jerry was like, because Easy e was like, I got to kill Suge Knight. He di- he beat me like he disrespected me. This is the law of the he hood. He made me sign this. Thing. This is the law of the hood. I gotta kill him. And and Jerry's like, no, we don't. That's not how we do things out here. You need to be the bigger man. And so that's what Easy E did actually elevate himself out of the hood. But Suge Knight was still that dude who was still hood inside this business. And it was just like, and when he like told Dre, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you rap, or or maybe he told Easy E. I forgot. But he was just like. You rap about being in the, from the hood, but you're not. Like, I'm a part of I the Bloods. I still am. Easy, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still, yeah, yeah. He's still a part of it, yeah. I'm still a part of it. And the thing is, it's like, I, that kind of, that storyline, I was kind of, I was pretty interested in. I wish they enveloped it more so with the whole thing. You Can know what I mean? Can we also say that uh, Suge Knight 
killed two people while, while he killed movie. one person, ran, ran over person. two people. Oh my he God. ran over two Like, yes. this dude is still nuts. Still doing his thing. This man showed up on set and ran two people over. Ran two people over. He hadn't even seen the movie yet. I mean, unless someone snuck him a piece of the script. But no, like, they yeah. were still working on the movie. Could you R. Marcos Taylor is the guy who played Suge Knight. He was great. Dude, yeah, if I saw great. that guy in real life, he I'd be like, hey, bro, don't talk to me. <laughs> I, do too scary, I don't want to stand next to you. Okay? I'm not standing next to you, bro. Uh, being in your presence is not is okay. frightening to me. Him him, and uh, the dude who played Candyman. I'm never talking. <laughs> I would never talk to them in real life ever. <laughs> ever. For what? Oh, man. <laughs> My no, phone just died, so I don't have any of my notes. No, I'm but gonna to, about... I'm gonna try to ramble through this last. So bit. anyway, that's what I'm just saying. That I, uh, I was interested in that and it didn't happen. It was two screen, two white screenwriters. What are your like favorite and worst parts of this? Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, we talked about my favorite part, which was the whole, uh, the Detroit part, like the culmination of that. Yeah, that's uh, dope. Least favorite? Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. There were just a lot of scenes that were happening. Like the, how they dealt with Jerry in the end. I just again, I, I wish like we. You knew what he did. I knew what he did exactly. Like was he actually a bad guy? I honestly couldn't tell. I was like, it seemed like Jerry and Easy E were screwing over the rest of the group, and they kind of knew that they were, and the group kind of just let them, you yeah, know, because they wanted to make it out. Yeah, and the thing is, that's one of those things where it's like it happens to young artists all the time. You know what I mean? Especially black young black artists, but. uh it was that kind of thing of like you sign the contracts, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how what's his name got screwed in social network in the yeah. El Guardo. Know. Yeah. El Guardo it's like they got guy. screwed. He's like, but, you signed the contract. And, it, and he was like, it, I thought you were my lawyer. And he's like, the lawyer was actually screwing him over. You know what I mean? He wasn't yeah. working for him. He was like, I thought that was my lawyer. Yeah. But it sort you of seems like me. ultimately everybody was getting was not getting their fair share from Jerry. Even well, though Easy E may have been like set up a little better. Right. You know, as but as the owner of a company, he is going to get he's going to get more than everybody else because he put the money anyway, out. right? But but ultimately, Jerry was just screwing everybody. But it didn't even make Jerry a villain because Jerry's last line to Easy is he's like, man, I looked out for myself, yes, but this is what the music business is. He's like, I didn't make this. Like, yeah, he's like, I didn't make. It. I, I think I'm a they, part of. This. I thought Giamatti did such a good job though, that I literally was confused about what the movie. I, that's why I was like, "What's happening?" Like Giamatti was so, Paul Giamatti was so good, and I was like, "I feel like Jerry's not a bad guy at all." Yeah, and the thing is, <laughs> yeah, no, is, Jerry's just not. I mean, he just wasn't giving anybody their fair well, share. Well, he said is he was like, because he he like I think they tried to save him, not make him a villain, because they he literally says in that last thing to Easy E straight up, he's like, "I do, I really do care for you." I, wasn't I worked sure hard if, for you. I worked hard. I wasn't sure if this was a short thing. I had to protect myself, and I didn't make this. I'm just a part of it. Yeah, and he's like, and at the end of it, he's like, "Easy, I won't let you mess this up. Come back." And he's just crying. He's like, "Don't do this. Yeah. I want you to. Do this. You can't fire me. I'm here for you." And I'm like, "It's like you said, Bray. It's like, is he bad? Or is well, he part of a system to, 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 to maybe answer this question? He is suing the people who made this movie. Oh, <laughs> but only because um, for defamation. Uh, for defamation, but also because uh, he believes that a lot of, especially the stuff about him, was taken from his uh, biography without his permission." Oh, he wrote like a, an autobiography. I mean, it's interesting, oh, interesting. because Jerry. <laughs> so, to, so the answer reach. is yes, villain. No, no, no I'm, no, I'm no. about to make a reach right now. I'm about to make a super <laughs> reach. For, to me, Jerry represents like almost Hollywood today, because Jerry's response to Easy E is like, you know, I'm a part of this. I didn't make this up. For instance, Ooh. we talked about this. We talked oh, about this very. Snap. We talked about this very briefly. Like the Hollywood Reporter came out, you know, 
with the article. There was uh-huh. no black women on the cover or any women of color. And they talked about the directors, right? Yeah. He said they had a chance to add one director of color, and it was going to be F. Gary Gray. They was like, it sucks that it was the only one option. They could have done it, but they thought, uh, uh, oh my goodness, what is his name? Um, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, you know, was a better fit. It was a like, better fit, but that means, but out of, couldn't they have put F. Gary Gray in the place of somebody else? Like, why? Like, <laughs> but the thing is, nope. that, that response that, that Jerry gave, uh, uh, Easy E is basically like I didn't make this. Basically, that's what the, that's what the yeah. Hollywood Reporter well, said. What the I whole, didn't make this. That's what the whole industry says. Like, yeah, I mean, we didn't do this. And also, like, my question what are we is, gonna do? my question is, did Ice Cube actually make zero dollars from NWA? Because according to the movie, I don't think they. Made, he I starts I really to hand him a check uh, for seventy five thousand dollars. For seventy five thousand dollars, and then he's like, low I'm, not si- "I'm not signing this." And then he says, "Bye, Jerry," and he leaves. So for Three years did he make, or two and a half, however long it really was, because the tour was 89, so 88 was when the album came out. So for like two years, did he just make no money, and li- but lived a life uh, with you know free food? Right, and- which yeah, I, I think, yeah, yes. I think that, I think that's what it was. Because at the end of the day, this dude had nothing. Yeah. He was on tour, getting women, could eat, even though he was eating, what did he say, what burger was it? Fat burger. Fat burger, he was eating fat burger, maybe not lobster, but it was like, he was That's crazy. good. But then, but then, did he also make no money off of his first album? Yo, if he made no money off America's Most Wanted, that album is yeah. considered a classic. Well, uh, it seems like he made no money off of that, and then, and then, <laughs> could only make money off of his second, which is insane to think about. Yeah, I don't know if that's, I don't for know. For as much, so, so for as much, Free comedy as we're doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if somebody owed us all money and just wasn't giving it no, to us? You know what that is? That's someone being like, hey, guys, we're going to give you, like, a show. This show was a hit for two years. <laughs> like, and what? we make no money off the show. Like, what would you do? Like, what? I, uh, I don't know. Yo, that is, that's kind of what that's like. like <laughs> we would get a comedy show, and it's like, hey, this show, we won Emmys. We went, like, people are like, and, like, and we get no money. <laughs> but they're, like, giving us parties and yeah. putting us up in hotels. And, yeah. and we're, we're eating, so, like, we don't have to. We're not paying for anything. We're not, we're not losing money, but we're not gaining money. Yeah. Um, my mom. Can't pay rent. All right. <laughs> All right. Off of my, off of my, off of my, my fat burger. Like, my fat burger ain't paying my mom. Like, what? Nigga, get out of here. <laughs> oh, Ice Cube messed that dude's whole house up. <laughs> I mean, it's all this. Oh, oh, man. That was, that was funny. the most gangster shit I've ever seen. Right? Should we talk about, <laughs> should we talk just very, very briefly about O'Shea Jackson Jr.? Yeah, I, I would th- love I was to. scared. I was scared to bring that up. No, I just feel be. like we should talk about. No, we. I, I feel know. like we have the we have a obligation to talk about. A, no, that's a, what a little I'm saying. bit. It's that's like what I'm saying. because you know, I mean, I read. It's just like he he studied with acting coaches for like two years, so as uh, so that nepotism didn't appear to be like a thing. Like is a he a rapper? Too? And he also auditioned, right? Like he did. He, yeah, he did. And, is he a rapper? And Easy E's son didn't uh, did audition and didn't get cast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is he a rapper? I don't know. Yes, he is. He is. Who? Okay. Uh, 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 O'Shea? Yeah. Junior? Uh, Cube Junior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. So uh, he's a rapper in a movie. But okay. do you, I mean, how, how did you like his performance? Did you feel like his performance was worthy of him being in this film? You know what I mean? I, for me personally, anytime I looked at him or heard him speak, I thought of Ice Cube. Yeah. And, that's, and, the, thing, right. and the thing is, I can't tell you and. Bray, I don't know if this is going to be a good answer or not, but I can't tell you it was because his acting was great or it was because he looks and sounds like his dad. He had a lot of mannerisms if, of his dad. Yeah, if I if I were to, you know, I don't know why he got in uh, and, and he's, he's 
son didn't. You know, I don't know what that's about. I mean, Jason Mitchell killed. So, you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. you know, it's not about that. I just, um, and he, it's uncanny, his his portrayal of Ice Cube. Yeah. But that, but I will say that in the, um, in the moments of, uh, like, when he had to be angry, it felt more like yelling than someone who was actually harmed. And fighting for something, if yeah. that, you know, yeah. and and that and that's a that's an acting criticism for somebody who's doing their first movie, also, right? Yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, Will Smith in his first movie, Tom Cruise in his first movie, they are not yeah. great. I thought, <laughs> They're I thought, not great. You I know? thought he did right. a good job. I thought he did a good job doing. I mean, I thought he did a good job. I think, I think, out of all three of the roles, his one might have been a little bit like to me. It's like Easy E had the meteor role, right? Yeah, Jay, like the, that was the a meteor one. Yeah, for sure. Right? Uh, Ice, I mean, uh, Doctor Dre almost was the perfect good guy because he didn't yeah. have any. He was the perfect good guy. Whereas it was tough. I feel like for um, Ice Cube because Ice Cube was the smart one. Ice Cube was the one who was fighting for something the whole time, yeah. and you needed to see him be vulnerable every now and then. Yeah, which is tough because. That's not what I mean, you know, unless you're a trained actor or somebody, that's tough for anybody. Yeah, no, you know? I mean, and like, and and really for me, the only times that I was really, and only because I was watching it this second time yeah. for for the purposes of this podcast, the first time it never, it never bothered me. Like I thought he was, I thought he was great. I thought everybody was, I still think everybody is great. And I, and I really just think it's those moments of like really deep that he just has to just with more. The more acting that he does, the better I think he will get. Yeah, if he did. Yeah, if he did. If he kept going. If he yeah. Did. yeah. What about you? I was just, I was just gonna say the fact that Ice Cube is such a, since everybody knows him, because he's in so many movies, he's just such a big, uh, celebrity presence. I felt like this made sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this was one of those things where it was just like because he looks like Cube. Sounds like him. And sounds like him. And like and did try hard to mm-hmm. um to uh have acting experience so that when he did, you know, the role, it didn't feel um wooden, you know. Yeah. It made sense to me that he was cast and I thought he did a good job. I didn't it, again, I didn't it, to me it wasn't like I wasn't like, oh my god, this is this guy's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was like I was like, oh, it's like ice cube. It felt like ice cube when he was in movies early in his yeah, career. No, it, felt, early, it, felt early his it felt just like Ice Cube when he's in movies. And I was like, all right, hey, that's hey, cool. Hey, hey, but still, though, these rappers need to stop making these. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I'm going to put, put, what I put a lot of rappers on That's what yeah. I love about this movie is yeah. that, like, is that there are actors playing rappers and and O'Shea Jackson Jr. is also in the movie. Yeah. Play, but, play, doing a good job of playing his But also, father. think about how... And I... And, and, this is what it is. As I feel like if they would have got three rappers to be in this movie, right, we would not be talking about it right now. I think because they had two, I think a lot on um, Jason Mitchell because they had like a strong actor, yeah, like a trained guy to take on this role, this heart of this movie. Yeah, I think that gave it a little bit of more like gravitas. Like you took two Juilliard dudes, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And O'Shea again. Actually being born and brought up by Ice Cube, you know, his dad, I feel like helped him so much. But he it's like, all, you know, he, he had a life. All the background was already done. Yeah, he had a him, life. Know? All the tablework was already done. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I also think, but I also think it's that thing of like, as actors, especially African-Americans, people can be so much. 
you know, like these guys can be rappers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they, uh, I can't remember the guy's name who played uh, Dr. Dre, but he's like Dr. Dre was on set Corey showing how, Corey Hawkins. Dr. Dre was on set showing him how to mix yeah. because that's what an actor does. And I think because they were trained, we cared more. Whereas oh, if we would have sure. got like we'd have had three rappers that have been like, eh. yeah. no offense, because I'd have been like. Eh. No, I mean, like, who knows? I mean, like, I never saw, uh, I was about to tr- try to say one of those movies that came out. Uh, uh, the what's the 50 Cent movie? What's the 50 Cent movie? Yeah, I never saw never Get saw Richard 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 I never saw. But I, I, and also just the movies that, there are so yeah, many movies like that came out in Notorious. 2000. When, well, I saw, I saw Notorious. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, uh, but I mean, all those movies that Eight came mile. out. Eight all mile. those movies that came Eight out where it was, like, done by... The rappers and their production. Company. I never saw any of those. Like if this movie, oh, Ball of Blocking, never seen yeah, Ball, Ball of Blocking. Blocking. That's, yeah, that's Blocking. one of the ones. That's one of the ones no. I was trying to reach for. And I was a huge Cash Money fan, but I never saw. I never saw like that, right? Because I was like, why would I? For me, just for somebody who likes to see people acting and actually like you know going going places, right? I was like, why would why would I go see that movie? But we did House Party, and House Party is also one of my favorite movies you know um and hey, you leave house party out of it but it's all but no but what you talked about with house party i think is important because it's all about what you're doing with it right like this movie was not a <laughs> this movie was not a fun movie right this yeah, movie it was not a fun one a heavy one and i want to see actors taking on those um the only other thing i want to talk about is real quick is do we do we want to uh what am i trying to say uh <laughs> do we want to take a guess as to why this film like really didn't do well internationally because it did not it didn't but the thing is it's hard to do like I, i've been thinking about that but to me it's it's because what did kevin hart say? maybe kevin it's a hart, lack of stars you know what well, I, I, mean? think, I think it is because stars hart, sell in in foreign markets and the thing yeah. is, if you think about like black actors that can sell abroad and honestly you got two you got will smith because everyone knows him big willie saves the world and you got kevin hart right yeah. but i remember freak Kevin Hart just brought up, uh, he had a speech, not a speech, but he had an interview and he was talking about- Dwayne like, The Rock Johnson. Oh, Dwayne. Yeah, that's true. I always forget because sometimes he be playing, you know, sometimes his movies, he don't be trying Dwayne to acknowledge. Dwayne Johnson films, baby. He don't be trying to acknowledge. Yeah, I said it. He don't be trying to acknowledge what color he you, is. Oh, I did see, by the way, I saw San Andreas. <laughs> How was that his daughter? That daughter. How was that that's his daughter? His daughter. <laughs> How? In no way is also, that his I daughter. Saw, I saw Snitch. Same, it's the same concept. Same thing. It's, it's like, like, it's like Hawaiian, Dwayne Hawaiian. is Hawaiian and black. Those um, are two of the most ethnic things you get. Hey, hey, hey. The Rock? But I, <laughs> you black, bruh. Okay, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. So let's, just, but also let's just right, talk about why we think Straight Outta Compton didn't do well overseas. Man, I don't know. No stars. You know, no stars is one. I also think that it's like it's uh, what is the story that's being told, and do people know, know about? It? Yeah, do people so, know NWA over there? So like, right. yeah, like do are and and I think we talked about this on podcast. We may talk about this off. I was shocked when I heard when I first heard that it didn't do well overseas. I was like, isn't hip hop like a huge thing? It is. But it's a different type of hip hop. It's, it's a different this type, new party. Hip-hop. It's a different type of hip hop. It's not this movie. You don't. You are not saying I'm going to go to this movie and have fun. You're going to go to this movie and you. Uh, it is thought provoking and it is and it's heavy, right? So, I think that has to do with that stuff. Yeah. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. 
Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. Uh, I just want to say one thing now. Oh, no. There could have been a swirl in this movie. Here it is. Uh, it's time. I'm sorry, man. It could have been a swirl in this swirl. movie. All right. I'm going to tell you what a swirl would have came. Don't try to make that face. Listen. All right. They did have a. There is definitely a lot of sex in this film. It was yes. a lot. And Actually, not was, a lot, just one it was, huge it was scene. One scene. And the thing is, I think the scroll could have happened after Detroit. After that, one big white cop is like, "Hey, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this." Right? He's giving him his whole, his whole speech. Mm, I, I think. Like where you're I think what could have yeah, happened neither is. Neither do I. Oh, you gonna love where I'm about to go. <laughs> I, I, I think what could have happened was they get arrested. All right. Ice Cube is so. Ice Cube gets out of prison. He's so stressed, right? He's walking around the hotel. He's like, man, I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta clear my head. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just, I just gotta walk. All of a sudden, he goes back to his room. He reads a book because you know he was a poet, so he started, you know, writing. You know, he goes back, gets knocked on the door. He knocks on the door. He knocks on the door. Pull, pulls his gun from under the pillow. Goes open the door. Becky's there. Who is Becky? Becky is the cop's daughter. Becky's the cop's daughter. Becky's no. like, hey, hey, I, I'm sorry about what happened. My dad, uh, my, man, oh my, my dad doesn't my understand man. what's going on in the world. All right, she's like, do you mind if I talk to you for a second? He's like, what? he's like, all right. He goes back, puts the gun under his pillow, opens the door Dude, for Becky. Becky, Becky comes in. Becky's like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I baked you some chocolate chip cookies. I'm gonna set these in. She baked him some chocolate. Let me finish, chip, my man. Because she was trying to apologize for her dad. I got her. Okay. She was trying to I'm gonna let you finish, but I need to say something. All right. Yeah, no. Then she goes. Then she goes. She sits down. She's like, you know, tell me, tell me about the hood. You know, all white. No. Most, oh, it's happened to me. Like when uh, I was in college, white girls be like, "Oh my God, tell, tell me where you're from." Oh my God, PG. I don't drive through PG. Hood. He's like, "Tell me about the hood." He's like, "You don't want to know about that. It's too rough." Yeah. All right. He's, <laughs> he's like, "You don't worry about that." And she was you like, don't know about and she was like, "It's too rough." And she was like, "But I want to know." And he's like, "Do you?" And she's like, "Yeah." She should have said. She should have said. She should have said. But it's too rough. You don't want that. And she should have said, "I like it, bro." Oh, that's good. Oh, raise in it. Raise in it. Now, uh, now, this 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 is what things get. This is things get interesting. This is things I'm get sorry, interesting. Mama. This is things get interesting, right? This is things get interesting. She, this is the key. She pushes Ice Cube down. He's like, "Don't worry, I got this." Oh, Hops boy. on top. Kids, stop Right? Hops on top. Kisses him. I'm going deep in this now. Hops, no, on, top. Hop, hops okay. on top of him. Pushes him down. Kisses him ever so softly. Oh. <laughs> ever so softly. It says, "I want this to be an experience." Oh. No. <laughs> Worst kind of swirl. Uh, wait a minute, yeah. this isn't the swirl. Huh? Still... Why is it the swirl? No, because now she's just having sex with him because he's black. That's the no, whole no, point. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. She wants to have this experience. This right now, okay? This swirl. Yes, it's about it's about race, but this is about what we're talking about. Yeah. This is about this is about 
black and white trying to take away all this racial tension. Yeah. It's trying to take away. She was like, I know you're from the hood. Uh, I know my dad did a bad thing, but our sexual orgasms together in unison is going to be the song singing to the races of the sky. This is what I would have loved for you to have said. <laughs> so, so Ice Cube's in his in his place and he's reading a, he's reading a book. <laughs> What book? He's reading a book. <laughs> he's reading a book, bro. Don't worry about it. He's reading a book, bro. He's reading a book. Suddenly there's a knock at the door. He goes up to the door. It's Lieutenant Becky from the precinct. Oh, my God. And she's like, are you ready to fuck the police? What? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> James won! James just won! <laughs> Oh my goodness, bro! Yo, oh, see, I'm gonna tell you what's so funny about that. I was trying. Mike, to, oh my goodness, bro! I can't even. I can't. That was so good. That was so good. <laughs> Yo, first, I just want to. I just want to point out. I just want to point out. When I first started doing this world, neither one of y'all ever wanted to be a part of it. No. And now both start sprinkling stuff in little every stuff. now and then. Little stuff. Well, I mean, if we're. <laughs> When, it, when in Rome, you know. Oh, but the whole point, but seriously, the whole point of that thing oh, is the fact that it is. It's like, yo, we rarely see this, and it's like, at that point in time, that union would have been like, especially like he was the thinker of the group, and what happened to him. Technically, he got you know harassed by the cops multiple times mm-hmm. in the movie. He wrote, "F the police," you know. That's what it is, yo. Um, what? You don't even want to do it. So no, but I was I got to thinking about After Earth because so After Earth, right? Like I'm gonna let you sit in this silence. The earth the earth is is destroyed. The earth is destroyed. Much like what happens after the, the, the riots break out. John, you want some potato chips? Yes, <laughs> wait, no. Wait, listen, wait. <laughs> wait. So like so like just like after the riots, you know, the earth falls apart, you know, uh uh Compton is burning, you know what I mean? People hate eating on Mike. Like everything is everything's like falling apart, there's fire everywhere. It's, it's break, I mean, Everybody's it's all fall. mad cuz 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 skipping forward a couple right? seconds, 15 seconds. And so then the earth, the earth, right, is like is desolate. You know, this is the new earth that they live in now. Why is your voice like that? Do you, they, do you think that you're on some sort of like What are you doing? Like no, but this NPR podcast right isn't now. This, no, because I'm just trying to make sure that everyone can hear me. Everything okay. that I'm saying, um, and then and and there are people that like antagonize the only black people. The, o- the only, only, only. I don't know. I'm trying to watch. The, trying to watch the game. What? I'm trying to watch the game. Wow, the the mics just stopped. It just came up. It just came up. The mics were like, stop this bit right now. All right. You've been going for a while now. It's time for the cause. Yeah. Whoop. So if you don't know, now you know. No, sorry. For those of you who are just tuning in who are like, oh, what's this black man can't jump thing about? Why y'all folk? Why y'all editor's choice and on the pocket? Listen. We doing this thing. Yeah, we doing it. Let's yeah. do it. We fighting for the cause. We What's the cause? the cause? Tell them. Tell them. More leading black actors in major motion pictures. Yep. Film. So many people keep tweeting at us about TV. Guys, we love TV. We, we love do TV. film, though. We doing film, man. We yeah. trying to change Hollywood. We okay. doing film. Here we go. You guys ready? We either rated a black fist means it helped the cause, a white palm means it didn't help. I mean, I mean sorry, 
Black fist means it helped the cause. White palm means it so, helped so. so-so. Or nothing. Because it didn't help. You guys ready? I'm ready. Yeah, this one is tough. And I'm going to, even no matter what I put up, no matter what I put up, I'm going to think it was something else. All right. Let's do it. All right. That made no sense. All right. Ready? <laughs> Count of three. One, two, a chicka, chicka, three. Oh! Bam, you got three, baby. three black got three black fists. Three black three fists. Black fists. Uh, here's the thing for me. Yeah, of course this movie's going to get a black fist. Why? Because it doesn't matter if the film is good or not, which I think it is. It doesn't matter, though. It gave three and more. Three. I mean, well, first of all, it gave a lot of black actors yeah. parts in the film. But it had three major leading roles, all by three actors who were not leads in a movie before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And it's jumpstart. So that's three careers that it just helped jumpstart if they want it. If yeah. they want it. it also helped that do, there's a couple of mo- people, uh, working actors who have been in a bunch of things who did great in this movie. Uh, like the guy who played MC Ren is yeah. great. Oh, yeah, he He's great. been in a bunch of stuff. Um, mm. Aldis Hodge. And then Neil Brown Jr. who played DJ Yella. Oh, yeah. He's been a bunch He's of been things. A bunch of stuff. been a bunch of stuff. He's always great. You know, even uh, like we were talking about R. Marcus Taylor who played Shook Knight was great. Uh, the the women, even oh, though Keith, they barely uh, had anything to do, were still good. What's his name? Keith. Um, I wrote it down, but my phone is dead. He plays hmm. Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh, oh! oh shout Keith, out to Keith, Keith Powers. Shout Keith. out to Innovative. No, Keith. but Keith Powers played Tyree. He didn't play. Snoop. No, who's the one who played the one who played Snoopy? Also, oh wait, Keith Stanfield. Keith yeah. Stanfield. Stanfield. He's great. Short term, great actor. Short term, twelve. He's in that. So, I, so yeah. So just for that reason alone, I was giving it a black fist. But also, I liked. Again, the first half of this movie, I thought the themes were great. It wasn't – this movie could have just been like, we're rappers and we're the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, but it presented this reality in a way that it, it, it justified the music. You know what I mean? It, ju- mm-hmm. it made you be like, yeah, are there problems with this stuff? Sure. Do the lifestyles they leave, lead exactly – are they role models you know, for children? Probably not. But – there, there is a genuine truth that they're speaking to through this music that is art and is necessary, you know? Um, so for that reason alone, I, 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 gave it a, I gave it a fist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head there, man. Like, uh, I, I, it really jumps, it jumpstarts those careers in a really great way. It's great to see so many black faces on screen. Um, and, and, and d- d- doing a great job, like great black actors playing these roles, you know, um, I think that that is something that's great about it. I think that the, the, uh, fact that the movie itself did so well, um, me- means that it reached a lot of people and the, and the reach being so far, I think is also great. Um, and just for me, uh, I had such a good time at the theater watching this movie and if I felt connected to a part of my culture that I, like I've talked about in this episode, was distant from or had distanced myself from uh, for a while. And I, and I just, I, I think that it's a, a great movie with, with a black director, black cast. I think it deserves a fist. I think it deserves a fist too, because uh, I, the performances, I mean, Jason Mitchell, I mean, was great. I think the fact that, you know, deep down the story had this very, like, political and top topical, you know, message about, like, just, you know, African-Americans and, like, the police. 
I, I think the script did have uh, a couple of issues, but I think what they did well was they took these characters or these people who a lot, you know, be honest, the world really doesn't know that much about besides like what the media made us think. Like these guys are criminals, these guys are crooks, and they humanize them. Whether that's good or bad, I wish that we would have saw more of their flaws, but that's neither here nor there. I think F. Gary Gray did a great job directing. I think to me in 2015, there were two great opening sequences of movies. One was uh, Mad Max, the other one was Straight Outta Compton. I think the way this movie opened with Easy E running from the police was crazy. Also, in that opening scene, the 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 drug dealer who's sitting on the couch, the little light skinned dude who's like in Easy E's face. Yeah, this dude has been in so many things recently. I don't know his name, but I feel like we will soon. He's the assistant on Blackish now. He he was the the bouncer in Dope. Like this dude is definitely like playing yeah. a gambit of like black roles right <laughs> now, which I think is so interesting. But to me, the thing, the reason this got a fist is because I think about other black actors getting lead roles. Uh, uh. I'm sorry, what is, what is Ice Cube? I mean, uh, Dr. Dre's name in real life? Corey Hawkins. Hawkins. Corey Hawkins and Jason Mitchell both are leads of uh, Skull Island, Skull Island Kong, coming yeah. out. Kong, which is great because to me it's like that, this movie directly affected that. Of course. You know what I'm saying? It's like they are now the lead. The, well, it's a bunch of leads, but they are now co-leads of a huge movie coming out, yeah, which is great. That's a part of a franchise also. A franchise, which is yeah. great, which yeah. is great. And then... F. Gary Gray, I mean, even though he didn't make the Hollywood Reporter cover, it's like we know him. White people know him now. You know, he, he's they been should up known him before. He they, directed they the Italian job. They, I mean, they and did. The I Negotiator. Mean, I mean, he did, but and those be one of my, cool. One of my I know, but movies. all those movies, if you think about it, all those movies came out well over 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. No, you yeah. know, so it's like, I think this gave him a little bit more juice. And I think, you know, I'm curious to see what happens now. You know, they're already talking about doing like, whether it be good or not, they're talking about doing like, you know, the Tupac biopic that's coming out. It's like this movie is – we can see the effects of this movie right now, which I think is great. So it, yeah. had, to, it had to get a fist. I wish – God forbid, ladies, I I saw the casting breakdown. We didn't touch on it. I think oh, it is, shit. I think it definitely is disgusting about like how it happened. But, you know, not to defend them, that is kind of what this, this movie took place then, and that kind of is what the vibe of that was. <laughs> That's that world. That's that world. So oh, I'm boy. sorry. Right. Those uh, are the problems. With the those world. are the problems. With that world. That's what I'm saying. It's not like – we can't ignore. We can't ignore the it. fact that gangster rap and that kind of culture has a lot of problems, yeah. especially towards women. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So three black fists, three black three fists, black fists. straight out of Compton, straight out of Compton. Cruising industry in my six file. <laughs> that that was better, bro. That, that was, was better. That was good. That was a good. That was a good part. All right, y'all. Stay tuned for some plugs. We see you next week. See you, Bizey. Peace. Plugs, doing them plugs. Wow, are you a? Did you used to work for Nickelodeon? I didn't. I always, I always wanted to. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Listen here now, guys. You can follow us on Twitter at Blackman Podcast. Follow us. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet some love. Tweet, tweet some love. If you want to tweet, hey, do it. Yeah, tweet, we'll read it. it. We respond. Actually, yeah, just let us know what you're thinking, please. Yeah, let us know what you think if you disagree or if you agree. If you tweet, hey, I'm responding. Uh, hey, you know what? You you could also like tweet and be like, we want you to have this guest on the show, but tweet at that guest. Yeah. That really works. It actually really does it work. It does. It works. So do that. Um, hey, hey, someone should tweet at uh, Zoe Kravitz at uh, Tessa uh, Thompson. Yeah, just throwing that out there. <laughs> I mean, if you want. I mean, you want to help out. Or Michael B. 
Get Mike on the show. I'm just saying, now that we brought it up, my dream has always been to be on Nickelodeon. So if you want to tweet at I am Kel Mitchell. Or Keenan. Keenan. Kel would do the show. show. Kel would definitely do the show. Kel is amazing. So I just wanted to say that. Just tweet at I am Kel Mitchell. You know I was on an audition with him. You were on an audition with Kel Mitchell? Yeah. Do you know I I met Kel as well? Man, fuck (laughs) (laughs) you. All right. um, So anyway... Uh, <laughs> at Black Man Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, find us on Facebook, like us, our fan page. Uh, personally, John Braylock at John Braylock, J O N B R A Y L O C K on Twitter, Instagram, JohnBraylock.com for my shows and stuff like that. Speaking of shows, we got a show coming up, uh, a live recording at NYU, yeah, Gallatin. Um, you can look on uh, either my website or the B- Black Men Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, we have a website, but we we gotta get that donated. Yeah, we it's blackmanpodcast.squarespace.com. It's blackmanpodcast.squarespace.com. It's not that bad. Uh, yeah, you can find us there. Uh, find the link there, and it's free, I believe. Yeah, and it's just on, got an RSVP. And I saw it on NYU's um, like community events page or whatever. Yeah, it's on there too. Yeah, as it's well. on their community it events page. Uh, we're gonna be reviewing the film there, 12, 12 Years a Slave." Twelve Black years History Month for Black History Month. Twelve Years yeah. a Slave. Oh, we also have a show um, with Astronomy Club, our other group, <laughs> at the UCB Theater at the end of January on the 29th at seven thirty. A journey through Black history. Listen, y'all. People have been writing about this show. New York Times say you should come to this show. Time Out New York say you should come to this show. They did. New York Metro say you should come to this show. All of those people. AM New York say you should come to wow. this show. Everybody is telling you to come to this show, so, so you better you come better to, come this to this show. show. It's ten bucks. Bring a date. Mm-hmm. Show her you class. Show show him you class. That you'll get to see as well. Thanks. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Oh, the NYU show is February eighth, eighth Monday, six thirty. Six thirty. Yep. Great. All right. Cool. But you plugging James? Well, I was just gonna also say on. Friday the 29th at 10.30 p.m. We're doing improv at the Explosion of Everything show at Brit Pack, New York City. Boom. Yeah, that'd be cool. You guys got, uh, <laughs> Wait, you guys got some Twitter? Uh, yeah, at James Third Comedy. JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is 3RD. All right. That's easily explainable. I'm Dry? not tweeting no more. <laughs> Dry, I saw you tweeting. You still have your Twitter. Dry, you tweeted not, mad hate your, at me. Yeah, <laughs> recently. I, I like to tweet. I like. I like to be like a, a chameleon or like a little a little wizard that you don't know when I'm a tweet. When you the officers make me mad, I tweet. You know what we don't know? How Shut to spell up. your How Twitter? How to spell name. your Twitter? <laughs> what is it? They won't let me change it. Uh, <laughs> they won't let me change it, man. Okay, okay. Uh, that's about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Great. So next week we will be reviewing the film Beasts of No Nation. That's right. We're on a little Oscar kick. Yep. You know, all those films that didn't get nominated for a freaking Oscar. You know? You know those films? Huh? It just Elba nominated for the BAFTA, for the SAG, for the Golden Globe, but the Academy was like, nah, man, we don't like you because you black. Hey, you, you remember know, that? You remember that, guys? I mean, honestly, that was the quote. They said, we don't like you because you black. And black was in <laughs> yeah. It was like all caps. Yeah, and they and underlined then, it. Yeah. <laughs> but and it was in, like, in quotation, in, the, in a little parentheses, it said, read black as in bu- uh, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they like that. spelled it out. told you how you should say it. It was crazy. Hey, yo, when, when John gets mad, I get a little scared, man. It's very frightening. He oh, is, you know I who is frightening? It's just Elba and Beast of No Nation. Watch that joint. Yep. It's on Netflix. <laughs> That was a headgum podcast. 
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. 